Do you need a high pronunciation score on the TOEFL, TOEIC, or IELTS tests? Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the English Language Test Preparation Radio Podcast. You'll learn how to boost your English pronunciation. I'm Professor Wynn, a CELTA-certified English instructor for more than 13 years now, helping candidates like you to maximize their scores on the TOEIC, TOEFL, or IELTS exam. I'm the host of the English Language Test Preparation Radio Podcast and author of the EnglishLanguageTestPrep.com blog. The blog dedicated to strengthening both your English and test skills so you're ready for the big exam day. Today, I reveal five elements of a high score for English pronunciation on the TOEFL TOEIC or IELTS test. This is the same advice I give my own students when I help them reach their target scores. Before we get started, I invite you to go ahead and subscribe to one of my exam blogs, depending on which test you're studying for. Simply visit bit.ly slash five email blogs and choose your English exam and sign up for my blog lessons. Every two or three days, you receive a new lesson. So let's get started now with these pronunciation tips to help you. If you're already preparing for the TOEFL, TOEIC, or IELTS test, you know how pronunciation is part of the grading criteria. And here's another dimension about improving your pronunciation. It also boosts your ability to understand English better as well. Communication is a two-way street. So, Candidates should be better able to get a high score on the listening section of these three exams as well. When I'm preparing my own students to help them get a high score on these tests, I often remind them of this criterion. In today's episode, we're covering those very elements to be aware of so you're able to speak English more fluently, and that is what the test graders are looking for. First, a little bit about word stress. Second, sentence stress. Third, silent letters. Fourth, intonation. And fifth, the proper way to pronounce the ED and the regular past tense. Before we begin, a word about accent. And... Your accent is really not an issue, as long as you are understandable. Remember, communication is being understood and understanding. We all have an English accent. Our first element today, word stress. Learning another language today is easy because there are great online dictionaries to help you with word stress. So, there should not be any doubt about how to pronounce a word. All you have to do is look up the word and push the button to listen to the audio of the word's pronunciation. One of my favorite online English dictionaries is 
m-w.com for Merriam-Webster, the U.S. English Dictionary. Of course, there are others from Oxford, Cambridge, and Longman. Here are a couple of word stress rules to get you started. The accent mostly falls on the first syllable for two-syllable nouns and adjectives. For example, present, noun, and, well, present, as an adjective. For compound nouns, the emphasis falls on the first part of the word. Examples, blackbird or greenhouse. And another thing, when you increase your vocabulary for the exam, you're studying for stronger word power, right? So you want to learn the correct pronunciation of the word as well as the definition and how to use the word in a sentence. Second, sentence stress. Besides word stress, something many candidates aren't aware of is sentence stress. Sentence stress helps you to have the right intonation, which we talk about later, and rhythm when you say an English sentence. This determines how understandable you are and thus how solid your pronunciation is. Getting a high score in the pronunciation criterion can easily elevate your speaking score. In other words, this is a quick way to get high points, which will help you overall. If you struggle with English pronunciation, you should work with a native English speaker like me who can help you. Simply go to EnglishLanguageTestPrep.com slash consultation and choose your level of classes you need. Have you ever wondered why some words are more emphasized in a sentence and other words are softer? This is especially apparent for those just starting to learn English. Here's a secret you probably already know. You don't need to know every word in a sentence to understand a conversation. Now you're going to know why this is a fact. Well, in the English sentence, there are two types of words. Function words and content words. Function words are softer and shorter in the sentence. The function words are auxiliary verbs, prepositions, articles, conjunctions, and pronouns. These are called function words because, well, that's what they do. They perform a function in the sentence. These type of words are not easily heard in an English conversation. In contrast, content words. Content words are nouns, main verbs, adjectives, WH words, adverbs, negative words, and possessive pronouns. These are the words that are the loudest and longest in the sentence. Have you noticed these words when you listen to English? Let's look at an example. The game is usually played on Saturday. What are the function words and what are the content words of this sentence? The game is usually played on Saturday. The content words are game, usually, played, Saturday. The function words are the, is, on. 
Notice that the content words are louder and longer than the function words. The game is usually played on Saturday. When you're on the TOEFL, TOEIC, or IELTS speaking test, you want to make sure your content and function words are pronounced correctly. The third element, the silent letters. As you already know, English is not pronounced the way it is spelled in many cases. One of those cases is the silent letters. For example, I've had students say sword for sword or comfortable for comfortable. If you have any doubts, you should study the words with silent letters. And I have a resource for you to review the silent letters. Simply go to bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash silent zero zero one. There you go. The fourth element, intonation, up and down, or sometimes rising and falling. Example of rising intonation. A yes-no question. Example, are you going to the movies tonight? Did you hear my voice lifting? And example of falling intonation. That is with factual sentences like, Albany is the capital of New York. Find out more about rising and falling intonation at bit.ly slash i up, down. And finally, the fifth element, the ED pronunciation of the regular past tense. Wow, if there is one problem in pronunciation that I see, it's the incorrect pronunciation of the ED ending in the regular past tense. If you say worked or Shop it or buzzed. Listen up. There are actually three ways to pronounce the ED regular past tense in English, and that's probably why it's sometimes confusing. When you're learning English pronunciation, it's important to know whether a vowel or consonant is voiced, that is, louder and longer in a sentence, or unvoiced, softer and shorter. You may want to check out the transcript for this podcast for this part of the lesson in particular. Simply visit bit.ly slash ELTPR047. Let's start with the unvoiced pronunciation of the ED sound. If the verb ends in an unvoiced consonant sound, as in p, k, f, sh, ch, then the ED ending sounds like a t, t sound, and does not create a new syllable. Note, notice these sounds are in the lips, like air rushing through them. Example, work, worked, shop, shopped, or chop, chopped. Note, notice the double P consonant for shop and chop to spell the past tense correctly. 
Now the second sound, the voiced consonant sound. If the verb ends in a vowel sound or voiced consonant sound, as in l, n, r, b, g, m, z, v, then the ed ending sounds like a d sound and does not create a new syllable. Note, notice these sounds are in the throat. That is, if you hold up two fingers to your throat and you say the endings of these sounds, you should feel a vibration. Examples. Buzz, buzzed. Warm, warmed. And finally, the favorite, the third ending, id. If the word ends in a D or T sound, the ED ending is pronounced id. Examples. Load, loaded. Pat, padded. Don't let poor English pronunciation skills lower your score. Enroll in my e-course for eight lessons to help you speak English clearer and be understood by test graders and others alike. Use these eight secrets to top English pronunciation to boost your speaking score. Visit bit.ly slash 8topSP to get started today. Wow, there you go. Now you have the five elements to focus on for a higher IELTS, TOEFL, or TOEIC pronunciation score in the speaking test. We started off by talking about your accent and how really it's not a factor as long as you're understandable. And then the five elements. Word stress, sentence stress, silent letters, intonation, and the ED regular past tense. Thank you again for being with me today for episode 47 of the English Language Test Preparation Radio Podcast to help you to improve your English pronunciation for a higher score. Be sure to visit the webpage for the transcript and presentation of this episode. Visit bit.ly slash ELTPR 047. I'd appreciate your feedback about this podcast episode, or if you have an English or test question for me, simply visit my Facebook page at facebook.com slash English Test Prep. I'm Professor Wynn, author of the English Language Test Prep.com blog. Good luck studying for the TOEFL TOEIC or IELTS exam. <laughs>